imagine you're all alone. Nothing to help you. Nothing to mask you. There's nothing to hide behind. You and you alone will either make or break the moment. You will be the one who climbs to the highest mountain with the highest accolades if you succeed. Or if you fall, there'll be no one else to blame but you yourself. This is the atmosphere musicians go into in the solo sphere. Whenever musicians tend to do something by themselves, they can either make a profound statement or just noodle aimlessly. And that is our topic this episode in the Dr. Jazz Podcasts. We are going to be taking a look at jazz in the solo sphere, where jazz greats have went and created memorable solos by themselves. And while this arena is usually occupied by pianists, we are going to be taking a look at some pianists, but not all pianists. There'll be some pianists, some saxophonists, some percussionists, some guitar players, some vibraphonists, and many more. So step with me as we go into the solos, the solos, the solos, the solos, the solos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
incomparable Bill Frizzell on electric guitar and loops. That was from his 1983 album, In Line, on ECM Records. Bill Frizzell, just a gorgeous musical stylist. You can just tell in a few notes that that's Bill Frizzell. And before that, we heard on the piano none other than Charles Mingus with his composition Orange was the color of her dress, then Silk Blue. And this is from the 1963 album Mingus Plays Piano on the Impulse label. Mingus is usually known as being a double bassist, but he made an entire album of just him playing solo piano. And every track is great, but there's something special about that tune. I just love that melody. And then we opened up the set with the incomparable Eric Dolphy with unaccompanied saxophone. And Dolphy was playing Tenderly, a beautiful standard which is on his album Far Cry from 1962. Originally recorded in 1960, late 1960, but not released until 1962. And this is just a a masterful track on this entire album. But the whole album has got great other musicians on it, in case you want to check it out. The great Roy Haynes is on drums. Ron Carter is on bass. Jackie Bayard is on the piano. Booker Little is on the trumpet, and Eric Dolphy is on alto sax, flute, and bass clarinet. But that is a very poignant and pensive track right there, tenderly. All right, we've got some more great, great music for you. If you want to check out this music and, you know, support these wonderful artists... Know what you're getting. Please go to the Dr. Jazz Podcast website and make sure you're getting the correct albums. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast. All one word. Dot WordPress.com. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. All right. Let's start off this set with... The great Wayne Shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
Gary Peacock, fantastic jazz bassist. And this guy's played with everybody and is truly an unsung hero. This guy does not get enough credit, enough love from the jazz community. Gary Peacock is not only a master musician and composer, but besides playing with the Keith Jarrett Trio, which he has done uh, for years, decades now, with uh, Keith Jarrett and Jack DeJanet, Gary Peacock has also played with Albert Eiler. He was on Albert Eiler's Spiritual Unity album, along with Albert Eiler and Sonny Murray on the drums. I mean, Gary Peacock, he has truly been everywhere. Seen it all and play with everyone. So, not to mention Ralph Towner. There's just a, a myriad of great musicians. Jan Garbarek. But, sadly enough, not a lot of people give Gary Peacock a lot of credit. So, I'm here to sit there and say Gary Peacock for president. Um... That comes from Gary's ECM release, December Poems, which was recorded in December of 1977 and then later released in 1979. Uh, and the name of that track was Snow Dance. I believe there's also two tracks on this album that are duets with Jan Garbarek, but the remainder are just solo bass pieces, which are just fantastic. Fantastically recorded the acoustics in in Oslo where they record um, for ECM at this time in Talent Studio is just phenomenal and it really captures that earthiness of the bass just beautiful music before that we heard some hip drum shit and besides it actually being hip drum shit that's the title some hip drum shit, which is a percussion solo by the one and only Tony Williams off of his album Ego. And then before that, we heard a solo saxophone track by the incomparable, otherworldly genius Wayne Shorter from the Weather Report live album 830. That comes from... 1979 as well and most people just check out Weather Report's 830 album and all they remember is Birdland and maybe Teen Town but oh my god just the solos are just gorgeous and beautiful and you could just feel the emotion in Wayne's solo so hopefully you're digging this this is the Dr. Jazz podcast we are spotlighting jazz artists within the solo sphere Unaccompanied solos. Truly bestowing, naked and afraid, if you will, everything that they have for better or for worse. And it's a true testament to their artistry, their bravery, and the art form itself. There's no preconceived music there's nothing like a classical recital which you see people perform by themselves all the time but that's because they've memorized the music these artists are going out bravely and willing to create one minute's music in one minute's time 
So what you really hear is unfiltered, raw expression and improvisation. It's just such a beautiful thing. All right. Coming up next, we have Anthony Braxton from his album For Alto. Here is a dedication to the pianist Cecil Taylor.
Sir, yes, sir. That is the surefire swinging sounds of Joe Pass from his solo album Virtuoso, recorded and released in 1973. And he has four volumes of it. So if you love that, make sure you check out Joe Pass's Virtuoso series. And we heard the track Cherokee the jazz standard before that we heard take the eight train with none other than oscar peterson on solo piano from his album solo which is an album full of great tunes and standards all solo on the piano by oscar peterson and that was from 1972 and then we started off the set with anthony braxton's four alto 
which was recorded and released in 1969. It is actually all solo saxophone, and all the tracks are with no additional instrumentation, no additional musicians, and here's the key point, no overdubbing. So everything you hear on this album is in real time by one man on one instrument. So, that's Anthony Braxton. And it even received, like, what is it? Uh, let me see here. A four-star rating according to the Penguin Guide to Jazz. Even has uh, got a crown token of merit as one of the essential recordings that people should own and that is a genuinely important American recording. So, Anthony Braxton, still living, true genius, great music. And that track that we heard by him was the dedication to pianist Cecil Taylor, who recently passed away. Alright, let's get to some more great solo work here. We're going to start off with some Joe Lovano tenor saxophone legend from where I'm at up here in Cleveland, Ohio so let's hear some Joe Lovano you're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast Thank you. 
Gorgeous music. That's Ralph Towner. 
solo guitar from his 2001 album Anthem on ECM. Of course, Ralph Tanner was also a major part, still is, and contributor to the group Oregon. And has recorded many great albums, uh, solo, duo-wise, with Oregon. Just Ralph Tanner is an immense composer and just has a knack for melodicism and lyricism in his, in his melodies. Just gorgeous music. And that track from Anthem was Solitary Woman. For that, we heard The Procession from Malachi Favors Magastut. And Malachi Favors um, recorded a solo album in 1977, which this track, The Procession, came from. And the name of that album is Natural and the Spiritual. And it was actually on the Art Ensemble of Chicago's record label. And, of course, you can guess by that that he was part of the infamous group, avant-garde group, the Art Ensemble of Chicago, which consisted of, of course, Malachi Favors, Magistut on the bass, Joseph Jarman on saxophones, Roscoe Mitchell as well on saxophones, Famuru Don Moye on percussion, and the great Lester Bowie on the trumpet. That was the Art Ensemble of Chicago. But it's worth noting that Favors has a tremendous bass tone that gets overlooked many times. And this album really brings his bass playing into the forefront. So I highly recommend Natural and the Spiritual by Malachi Favors Magastut. And if you're not sure how to spell that or what to do, Not a problem. Just go to the website. Check it out. Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z-Podcast.wordpress.com Make sure you know what you're getting and you know what you're looking for. And then, of course, we started out that set with the great Cleveland legend on the tenor saxophone, Mr. Joe Lovano. And he was playing Abstractions on 52nd Street from his 2000 release 52nd Street Themes on Blue Note and Joe Lovano man that guy is just too cool for school I tell you what he he is he's like a poet with his horn you know he's just and he's so cool he's got one of the coolest voices in jazz he's right up there with Miles in my book and I don't know, it, you know, we all have jazz bucket lists, you know, things like that. I would love, I would just l- absolutely love to hear Joe Lovano in that cool, calm, collected voice just read like Dr. Seuss's Oh, the Places You'll Go. Can you just imagine, it's like, hi, everybody, I'm Joe Lovano, and oh, the places you'll go. I mean, that would just be too cool, right? I just love that guy, man. Joe is awesome. I've been fortunate enough to meet him and uh, when he was playing here at Nighttown. And it's just, he's a super guy. Totally swell. I love that guy. All right. Another 
great set of music coming at you. This time, we are actually going to start with an exception. This next track is by Sidney Bechet, but it's the Sidney Bechet one-man band. What does that mean? That means, for some reason, the rest of his band did not show up in the studio, and he decided to record an overdub. The soprano part, all the other saxophones, like the Barry sax, I think the drum part, I believe he played uh, some piano, maybe even some bass. So it's truly all Sidney Bechet, and it sounds fantastic. I present to you Sidney Bechet's The Sheik of Araby. <laughs> Yeah. 
Paul Motion, percussionist extraordinaire with his percussion solo Chi Energy from his 1973 ECM release Conception Vessel. This was Paul Motion's debut as a leader on an album and nothing but great great albums followed with tribute and then the trio stuff with Lovano and Bill Frizzell and later on with the Electric Bebop band and he featured Chris Potter I mean just motion was just fantastic the Broadway series oh god how could I forget about that and don't forget that Paul Motion was also in the first real Bill Evans trio that was Bill Evans on piano, you know, Scott LaFaro on bass, and Paul Motion on drums on all those classic Bill Evans trio albums from Sunday at the Village Vanguard, Waltz for Debbie, Portrait and Jazz, all those great things. That's Paul Motion, too. And this is the same guy that was also in all of Keith Jarrett's American quartets with Charlie Hayden and Dewey Redmond. So Paul Motion is truly a musical chameleon, and this was his debut album as a leader, Conception Vessel. So it's worth noting that what you're hearing has a lot of intentionality and thought behind it whenever you listen to a master like Paul Motion. Before that, we heard a very lengthy but funky as hell solo rendition of Cantaloupe Island by none other than Mr. Herbie Hancock. And that comes from his 1974 release, Dedication. Now, what's interesting to note here is that this album was only released on LP in Japan and was not released on CD outside of Japan until 2013, first as a part of a 34-disc box set of Herbie Hancock's music, and then later on, in 2014 as an individual release by Wounded Bird Records. So thank you, Wounded Bird. And there's four tracks on there. They're all solo. Uh, Herbie was in Japan on a tour, and he just checked into the studio, and he recorded these great four tracks. And hopefully you dug it as much as I did because I just love Cantaloupe Island no matter what way we can find it. And then we started off that set with the Sidney Bechet one-man band with the Sheik of Araby. It was recorded April 18th, 1941. So this is before Pearl Harbor was even bombed. Sidney Bechet was making records as a one-man band and overdubbing every part, and it sounds like a full Dixieland or traditional jazz band right there. Just everything is just interlocked and and beautiful. Sidney was truly a genius, and I think that is a testament to that right there. All right, we've got a few more coming at you. So... Um, let's start it off with some solo saxophone. Here's the great Kenny Garrett with Last Sax. (laughs) ¶¶ 
the wonderful Bix Biderbeck on the piano with a tune that he wrote in 19 and recorded in 1927. That was the infamous In a Mist. Influenced by Jazz and Gershwin and Debussy and all these wonderful sounds. In 1927, you weren't hearing a lot of those kind of harmonies and those kind of melodies. And for a trumpet player to sit at the piano and write this and perform it and record it, not give it to another piano player, but to record it himself, that's bold. That's what makes Big Biderbeck just a a legend in the canon of jazz. And he actually performed it at Carnegie Hall too. So with Paul Whiteman when he was with Paul Whiteman's band. So throwing you for a little bit of a loop there, but solos, at least unaccompanied solos in jazz, they go all the way back. Before that, we heard from the great Pat Metheny, solo guitar. We heard the Keith Jarrett composition, My Song, from Pat Metheny's 2003 release, One Quiet Night. And for this album, Pat Metheny actually won a Grammy Award for Best New Age Album in 2004. And with this particular album, he actually recorded this at his home. And it says that the the recording date was November 24th. So right around Thanksgiving in 2001. So, there you go. Very cool information. And then before that, we started off the set with Kenny Garrett and Last Sax from his 1992 release on Warner Brothers' Black Hope. And I'll just tell you, this whole album is fantastic. And it's the very last track, you know, Last Sax. So that's the last thing you hear, which is just fantastic. Of course, Kenny Garrett's on it. Joe Henderson makes a cameo on this album as well. The just I'm at a loss for words how good Kenny Kirkland is but Kenny Kirkland's on the piano Donald Brown's on the synthesizer Charnette Moffat's on the bass Brian Blade as well as Ricky Wellman is on the drums if you're not sure Ricky Wellman played with Miles when Kenny Garrett was with Miles and Don Elias is on the percussion on this whole album it's a fantastic album alright we've got two more for you and this next one comes from, it's not actually from a an album, put it that way. It's actually from a clinic uh, that was being given by the great jazz saxophonist Chris Potter. And Chris Potter is actually from Columbia, South Carolina, where I went to school. And... I happened to have studied with his saxophone teacher uh, at one point, and uh, yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot of great jazz coming out of South Carolina. So, um, so I'm going to dedicate this next one to Chief. He knows who he is, in case he's listening. And um, here's Chris Potter with "All the Things You Are." <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
That was Gary Burton, solo vibraphone with Moonchild slash In Your Quiet Place. And that comes from his solo album, Alone at Last, live in Montreux. Before that, we heard the gigantic talent of Chris Potter, solo tenor saxophone with all the things you are. And he really demonstrated all the things. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, Jazz Artists in the Solo Sphere. And hopefully, if you're a musician, you can appreciate just how much great unaccompanied jazz there is. If you're not a a musician, hopefully you can understand and appreciate just how brave it is for these wonderful musicians to go out with no safety net, no team, and bestow win, lose, or draw what they know on display for all the public to view. It's not an easy gig, folks. There's nothing to hide behind. So hopefully you can appreciate the wonderful art these masters have created and recorded for us. Be sure to check in in the very near future. This is part one of a two-part series, Jazz in the Solo Sphere. Until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.